You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Okay, you can have your seat today. God bless you. Oh, many of you now know my trick. You didn't sit down until I said so. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says that to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. Let's start from verse 1. We need to know where this is coming from. Praise you the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Now, this happens when you pray in the Spirit. The Spirit of God gives you a song. Many times, if you too many people rush into prayer and rush out, prayer is not about asking God only what you want Him to do. Prayer is also conditioning your spirit to receive from God of what times. If you persist in the place of prayer, there is a revelation of God's plan that you get. And at times it comes in form of a prophecy. At times it comes in form of a song. If, and the Spirit of God wants to assure you of victory. Many times it gives you a word of prophecy or it gives you a song. That song might not be a song that has existed before then. So that's what the Bible says. Let them sing unto the Lord a new song. Hallelujah. Let them praise Him in the congregation of the saints. And that's what we have come here to do. There is a private praise and there is a public praise. A public praise can heal our nation. Hallelujah. It does wonders. We've read it in uh, King Jehoshaphat. And several people praised God together as a congregation in the Old Testament. And then something remarkable happened. Hallelujah. But then that's not our focus today. So, praise Him the congregation of His saints. <laughs> Next verse. Let Israel rejoice in Him that made Him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Verse 3. Let them praise His name in the dance. The dance. I don't want to go into teaching this morning. <laughs> Amen. He didn't just say dance, they dance. Anyway, let them praise unto him with timbrel and arm. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud upon their beds. I, I, I don't know how many of you have made up your mind and no situation will make you sit on your bed and bend your head. Some of us have vowed we will never give the devil one minute to rejoice. Because when the Christian is sad, he says, rejoice. He rejoices. No matter what happens, we live to praise him. Hallelujah. So I will never sit on my bed and be wondering what to do tomorrow or about the problem that has taken place to the eye of lens that between the night and the following morning, miracles can happen. Error died. <laughs> when Sennacherib gathered against Ezekiel and the, uh, Ezekiel in his time, they told it's also in Isaiah 36, 37, 38. It's also in 1 Chronicles. Chronicles. Then, the Bible says it came 132,000 soldiers and he surrounded Jerusalem and Ezekiah decided to pray. Then he got a word from Isaiah. But this is what happened in the night. The king slept, Sennacherib slept and all his soldiers slept around him and the Bible says an angel of the Lord. That was the same angel that killed all the firstborn in Egypt. The angel of the Lord. Uh, it's a word that is difficult to describe because... Uh, did it really come from God? Or so? I don't want to go into that anyway. But then an angel of the Lord came and killed 132,000 soldiers. And left the king alone. Hallelujah. So if a Christian is threatened, well, the one that will carry out the threat needs the bread that comes from your father. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? We have seen the president that wanted to sign the execution of the vice president in this country the following morning, but died overnight. That's why we don't worry about anything. He can move people, move circumstances, move events or advantage. We should praise him on our bed. Now, the Bible says, let the high praises of God. So there is a low one. Now, you start from that low level. When you are praising him and you are still conscious of the fact that you are singing. But when you get lost in praise. Hallelujah. Alright. <laughs> the Bible says, let the high praises. Let's go back to that verse 6. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth. And what? If there is a high praise, there is a low one, right? And the Bible says that to let the high praise of God be in their mouth and two edges on their hand. Next verse. To execute vengeance upon the idiot. Punishment upon the people. Next verse. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written. <laughs> this morning, there will be execution of judgments. When you hear judgment in the Bible, it doesn't mean God wants to kill somebody, all those things. Those are the negative side of judgment. When a Christian is stranded, they don't have a job. When a Christian is sick, it is written, by his stripes you are healed. Now, that is why the Bible says to execute upon them the judgment written. Now, a judgment can be written, but might not be executed. Nigeria is full of judgment against corruption, but we don't execute those judgments. Alright? Now, the word of God also is full of judgments. When God delivers a Christian from any trouble, you're being judged. Because a judgment is written on your behalf that he will deliver you. Psalm 23 says that, Lord, my shepherd, I shall not want. Do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? I fear no evil. So, thou preparest a table before me. It's a judgment. That the Almighty God has ruled that when you need a table, a table will be prepared before you. But that a judgment is written does not mean that it is executed. It's going to be executed. But so the Bible says that when you have the high praise of God in your mouth and two edges sword in your hand, what begins to happen is that the judgment that is written will be executed. Hallelujah. So if it is written on behalf of some people here that by his stripes you are healed, but it is yet to be executed in your life, but today it will be executed because we are about to praise him. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Consider the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Although he was poor, for, but for his sake... How they was rich for our sake, he became poor. Through his poverty, we have been made rich. That is a judgment against poverty. It is written already. My God shall supply all your needs. It's written. It's judgment against scarcity. But it has to be executed. And the Bible says, when he sees his people with high praise. Oh, they forced me to react, but I'm feeling uncomfortable in this one. <laughs> you know, this is very unlike me. But they said today, uh, my wife and some other people forced this on me. Am I looking good? <laughs> I, I'm more used to suit and you know <laughs> my jeans. Hallelujah. Maybe next day tells me I'm saying that advance so that she won't get angry. I wear jeans. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I, I told her so I, I look like <laughs> Lagos traditional masquerade there, yo. <laughs> That's what I told her this morning. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And when I was about leaving the office, they gave me this one. I said, Oh my God. Now I was battling with this. Now you are adding another thing. <laughs> are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> All judgments are written. 
The Bible says that no inhabitant of the land shall say he's sick. And the Bible says there shall not be barren among you. No shall cast his young. Say no shall suffer miscarriage. Those are written judgment. Deuteronomy chapter 7. And the Bible says when we praise God, they are executed. So there will be execution of many judgments today. These are the, this is the meaning of, uh, the reason why I'm sharing, we could have gone into, remember, January 1st, we had one hour praise, no opening prayer, no message, no announcement, no nothing. How many of you remember? And it was powerful. By the end of the meeting, the anointing of God fell on some people. Because the Lord instructed me while we're waiting upon Him towards the end of the year that we should not, we should do that first, first, uh, January 1st. Now, listen. The reason why I'm sharing, we could have gone straight into uh, the other side, the second praise. But I'm sharing it because that scripture has to be fulfilled. Praise must be in your mouth while there is two-edged sword in your hand. Now, the two-edged sword is the word I'm giving you. That means when the saint is praising God, doing high praise, your mind must be full of some scriptures. As you praise Him, and your mind meditates on those scriptures, you have a powerful combination that works. Are you with me? So we don't praise Him with our mind vacuum. We don't imagine, a, uh, you know, you can't imagine how God is. So when you start imagining him sitting down on the throne and all those things, you might get into wrong because you will limit him. But God is seen through his word. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you start looking at scriptures as you are praising God, what is ringing through your mind is what the Bible says about the Almighty God. When your hands are lifted up, you are ready for something unusual. There will be many miracles this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I will read the scripture. I've shared it here before, but there is something very powerful. You know, this morning while I was praying, the Spirit of God said to me that what this service will be all about, will be about the mercy of God. Romans 9.15 Are we our mercy on whom are we our mercy on? The Bible said, Therefore it is not of him that runneth or will, it is God that shows mercy. See, I have found out to get it right in life, it's not about your calculation, it's about the mercy of God. Yes, Hallelujah. And God is rich in mercy. When he wanted to show a bit of himself to Moses, he said, I will put you in the rock and cover you. When I pass by, say, God, God, merciful and compassionate, slow to anger. There is a dimension of the mass of God that the people, Christians must understand. I've read Hebrews chapter 4. Let us come to the throne of grace to obtain what? To obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. Why mercy? Because I said he has mercy. <laughs> I will place mercy above faith. If you have read about Ephraditus, one of the people working with Paul, he was sick to a point that Paul said, I nearly died. Have you read that place? And Paul said, But God had mercy on him. And he said, Not on him only, but also on me. If you read very well, Paul must have prayed for that guy and nothing happened. But Paul decided to engage the aspect of the mercy of God. Have you noticed that everyone that said to Jesus, Have mercy on me, attended to all of them? That was the cry of the blind man. And they told him to shut up. He said, Son of David, have mercy. Because some people, when they came to Jesus, he said to them that, some had faith, like the centurion. They said, speak a word. And something happened. Some had faith, like the centurion of Phoenicia. In fact, Jesus gave her attention only because she talked about, Lord, have mercy on my servant. But some people did not have faith. So the blind Bartimaeus just said to him, he said that, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The ten lepers said the same thing also. Because when it comes to the Lord's mercy, his sovereignty can, de can be demonstrated. Faith will require that you demonstrate a belief in God for something to happen. And that is the life of a Christian, no doubt about that. But beyond faith, I have seen when we were in school, people that wrote exams, and then they failed. They, they felt that they didn't answer very well. 
They tried to exercise faith to confirm, but it that, the guy just said, you know what, I know I failed this exam, I'm preparing for the next one. But supernaturally, the result came out and the guy passed. That is mercy. Going beyond the person's confession. The rule is supposed to be that whatever you say with your mouth is what you have. But you see, God bypassed the rule and let mercy prevail. No wonder, David was a very smart man. When the prophet gave him options, Second Samuel 24, if you start from verse 1, verse 14 precisely, when, this, when, when the prophet gave him option, you know, he numbered Israel because his attention was on number and God got angry. And he said, you have to choose one of these three things. Famine, destruction, and David sat down. Or God said, there will be war for a while. And David looked at the prophet and said, I'm in trouble today. Israel is going to be destroyed because of my foolish decision. He said, please don't let me fall into the hands of men. He said, let me fall into the hands of God, for God is merciful. So he said, okay, which punishment will come from God? They mentioned, he said, that's the one I want. He said, because God is merciful. And truly, the angel of destruction started. When he stretched his sword over Jerusalem, God remembered his mercy. And God told the angel, stop right there. There is something about God not being able to go all the way with his judgment. Because he is good and his mercy endures forever. Now, mercy is not a weak word. If you read someone, the Bible says that he killed great and mighty kings for his mercy endures forever. <laughs> what a combination. In his mercy, that's why I said that, see, mercy to somebody is judgment to someone else. Amen. <laughs> there will be many takeovers in this nation. When this meeting ends, news of promotion, liftings, things that were not working before. We just finished uh, uh, dealing with marriage, right? I see the peace of God in every home. Hallelujah. Those who are desiring to marry will be led right. You know, uh, all of you can find an area of your life that you, you know that things are fine. Not because you pray, just because of the mercy of God. You know, it is very easy for us when we see others who are in trouble or in a situation and we are not to start explaining it away. You see, this is how you do. You made a mistake. You, you say, why, why, do, why, why are you dating that kind of guy? That's why you are having this kind of problem and, and everything. It's very easy to say that. I, forgetting that you are just a product of his mercy. You didn't do anything extra to be where you are. It's just the mercy of God. And he said that we have mercy on Wunab. So, and now, you know what? In Christ Jesus, his mercy is upon us. Hallelujah. That's why we come to celebrate, to praise him today. And there will be a release of it. It's in dimensions. And we see greater dimension of it in Jesus' name. Yeah. Let me read Hebrews and I start closing. Hebrews 11. Oh, this is what we have to do today. This is a very, very powerful principle that we can get something from. Hebrews 11, 15. Are you there? Now look at it. The Bible says that... And Truly, everybody say truly. truly. That means this is true, right? <laughs> truly, if they had been mindful of that country from where they came out from, they might have had the opportunity to return. Mm. Say that word again, truly. That means it is very certain. If they were mindful of the country they came out from, they would have the opportunity to return. Some other churches say that they will return there. Everybody say mindful. Those are the words I want to pick out from this verse. Say truly. Say mindful. Say return. Say truly. Say mindful. Say return. Say that again. Say that one more time. 
Where will they return to? The country they came from. The principle is very simple. If they can, if they can be mindful of the country they came out from, the Bible said they will have the opportunity to return there. So, <laughs> hallelujah. And I shared this with you before. This is a very powerful, by revelation you can get something from this. If they can be mindful of the city they came out from, the Bible said they will have the opportunity of returning there. If you are mindful of the city you came out from, you will return there. That was what David was doing. When he stood before Goliath, he told Saul that thy servant stood before the lion and the lamb. He had victory over lion. He had victory over bear. He became mindful of those victories, so he had another victory over Goliath. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Everybody seated here, you have the lion and the bear that you have killed before. These are issues in your life, wars that came down by the power of God in your life. Testimonies that you've had in the past. The Bible says that if you are mindful of what God, past victory, you will have another because you have a little of returning there. When we start praising Him today, listen. When you receive a miracle, eat the fruit but leave the seed. Because we plant the seed for greater miracles in the future. Hallelujah. The seed for any miracle that anybody needs here today has been produced in your life before. There has been a prototype of that miracle at one time or the other. Some people will be in final year and they will be on their own at home. And then somebody wrote the, the story that Pastor Bodu told her when he was sharing the way blessed me mightily of someone that they were in like together who actually went abroad. Now, he will open a website to get a job, he will apply, and within two hours, he will see 3,000 whites have applied who were more qualified than himself. So he will just automatically, I can't stand it. I'm a black man, I'm a Nigerian, I'm in America, I mean, I'm competing with 3,000 whites who are American citizens. I mean, that doesn't. Over and over again. But then he needed the job just desperately. Then something occurred to him. He read this scripture and the Lord showed him. You have won before. If you have had any story, any testimony at all, you can repeat it if you follow this principle I'm telling you. Hallelujah. If you have killed the lion before, if you have killed the bear before, and you remember, you will kill Goliath as well. When David stood Goliath, he filled his mind with how he killed the lion and the bear. And then he repeated the same thing. You know what happened to this guy? The Lord showed him the scripture and the Lord reminded him of one thing. Before they left for America, his wife was trusting God for the food to move for about 11 years and she did have. Doctors here in Lutz concluded on her. Then they got her brother and doctor by the time doctors here and doctors there, <laughs> they agreed together that you cannot have a child. And they were okay. As a matter of fact, he relocated just to solve the family from asking too many questions. They will come, oh, this is the night here, the 10th year, your wife is just so located. But you know what? One day, some things happened. Long and short of it, they were meditating on the word of God, and the Lord showed them to help one woman. They did, and she prayed for them. They came out to the house, and the wife conceived. Firstborn, secondborn. After 11 years, and after being declared by both foreign and local doctors, are impossible. Now, he was looking at the two children in the house. Then he opened that website again, and he said to himself, I gave back to these people beyond logic. Medicine said it was impossible. Now, these are the two kids running around. He said he told his logical mind. Because the greatest enemy of your faith is logic. If you don't want to deceive yourself, if I say start confessing something big, now there is an amount we mention now that your mind will tell you that, oh boy, your level of reach. And you know, many times we deceive ourselves, we just say, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a Range Rover <laughs> tomorrow. 
And as you are saying it, your mind is shutting down, you die, oh boy. And if spirit, soul, and body don't agree together, you cannot produce a miracle. The law of faith demands that you say what you believe in your heart. So they must align. Hallelujah. You say that, this is June. Before December, I'm going to get married. As soon as you are feeling the same, your mind is telling you that, boy, you know, it's as if more doubts are rising. You need to do two things. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go fully into it, but just hear this aspect. Is somebody following me? Are you with me? The same thing, this guy was confessing. This job is mine. But we look at 3,000 whites. <laughs> Nothing. Until this revelation came. And he looked at those. So, what hinders your faith is logic. When you are trying to pass to another level, the gate of logic will shut against you. But for a miracle to happen, you have to bypass that gate. Now, the way to deceive and open the gate, actually, if you can go back to what has happened before, that was illogical. Logic will accept and agree with you that something logical can happen again in your life. Are you with me? So when the guy said to himself that, how come she gave birth in, in spite of the verdict of the doctor, both doctors are brought and here, and logic could not answer, but logic can say that the thing happened. He said the same God, how I produce children unexpectedly beyond every child, against all odds, the same way I will get this job, this time and now, faith rose in him. You know what? In three weeks he got the job. He defeated the unbelief in his heart by recalling the past miracles. Everybody hearing me this morning, God has done some things in your life. Probably you did not even pray about it. He did them so that another day you can recall those things to defeat the future problem. Can I hear me? Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. This is the exercise we are going to do. When we invite the guest minister, this is I see. Spend the remaining five minutes. Try and remember landmark ev e events of your life. And remember, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is converted from one form. What has happened might be an accident that should happen. How you escape it, you cannot explain. Now you want a job and it is difficult. Take that experience. Lift it up before God in worship. Replay it again in your heart. It will happen again. Hallelujah. Convert it from accident to the job that you need. If he miraculously and mysteriously delivered me, that I cannot explain how some people were sick to the point of the summer just got well and became okay. Save it. You will need to record these experiences right now. Some of you, somebody just gave you an unexpected amount of money when you were not asking for it. Now, that amount could be 50K, could be 100, but you were not looking for it that time. Now, you need to bring back that experience now that you want to pay rent. And it's as if all roads are blocked. God allowed that to happen without you asking for it. So that, you know, He gives give seed to the sower. That is the seed you need to sow right now. In adoration to Him, record that experience and begin to praise Him. You are sowing the seed, it will produce the harvest of a greater miracle. Can I hear men? Yeah. Hey, I want to be sure. Is anybody hearing me? Praise the Lord. If you are with me, say amen. amen. This is more powerful than me praying for anybody. I have given you, I want everybody in this auditorium, in the next five minutes, think deeply about the lion and the bear of your life. If you think you will remember, that is the meaning of blessing Lord of my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Too many people forget because you are conscious of the Goliath you are facing now. You have forgotten how that lion and the bear happened. Hallelujah. 
Some people have traveled. They pay for your scholarship unexpectedly. But now you've forgotten about that. You came to Lagos and somebody said, come and stay with me. Somebody traveled out and handed away his apartment to you. All these things happen. A relationship just happened. You are nothing. A beautiful lady that was very rich said yes to you. <laughs> Let me not go into relationship this one, you know. <laughs> that even your friends will say to you that only God is keeping you at this lady. Because you are in two different worlds. You know. But she's not looking at that. I saw when I was in school. It's one of the, I don't want to mention it because he's a popular man of God now. You know, was a senior then in UI. Okay, he was even in first senior. You know, the lady, the wife came from a very wealthy home. And he was just managing with the boys. You know, when they were just managing, if you from me fair, nothing was really working. And she just loved it. So one day she was coming to the house to see them. And they were hearing, they were eating lafu. You know that white amala? That's what they were eating. So when she knocked and he said, Oh, and she mentioned her name. Ah! The guy just put the thing on that table and rushed to wash his hand. She came in, she smelt it, she started laughing. Why are you keeping it? She brought it out and washed her hand and started. So they too received courage. <laughs> I sat down. And she was like, I'm not ashamed of you. If this is what you have now, you want to buy it, right? I'm coming from a very way. She brought her car, but said, to show you how much I love, let's eat it together. When she started eating, all of them were like, oh boy, let's try to She's not ashamed of us. You know, today they have <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm sure our ladies are like that also. Laugh <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. We give you praise. You know, I want to stop here. Lift up your hands on your seats. Just the Father, thank you. I want to in three, four minutes pray a prayer of thanksgiving. Then do what I said. Can you recall maybe just three experiences? Three, three major. Don't run. Think about them. You will remember some. Anything at all that God has done at any given time. Can you recall? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, there will be many reprodu- it will be reproduced severally today. This is the dimension the Lord is taking us to. Has anything ever come into your life that you did not really expect? It's time to say it out with someone. Say, Lord, I am not forgotten. That your word said that bless the Lord, forget not all his benefits. So I remember. Mention those just major on three three things. Three three things that happened in your life that moved you. But they happened beyond your expectation. Recall them right now. Say, Lord, this is what I want to bring as an offering of thanksgiving today. I'm going to replay this experience as we begin to praise you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to dance. I'm going to go back to that country. I will be mindful of those things. So I will go back. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So say to everybody, every mountain we bow in some minutes time right now. Because nothing, no wall, no wall, no wall of Jericho, no wall of praising can withstand high praises. And I've just taught us how to do it right now. You can rise upon your feet as we begin to pray. Pray of thanksgiving to everybody. All of a sudden, I'm feeling the power of God here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As soon as I call the guest minister, oh, please, open your hearts. Look beyond her and prepare to celebrate goodness of God. But we are praying, preparing our hearts for it. So go ahead and pray. <laughs> 
Mention those things. Say, Lord, I'm getting set to praise you because of this and this and this. Say like David, thy servant, say like a story. I remember and narrate the experience. How that day I was stranded and a stranger from nowhere came and rescued me. Now I know what looks like a wall before me also will come down. Narrate the second story that I remember. Just say it. That day, I was lying there. I didn't know what to do next. And somehow, something happened. And God made a way. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I didn't I did say we should pray silent prayer. Say them. Say them loud. And then begin to thank God. Just begin to praise Him. End it by taking a personal song from you to God and sing to Him. We are practicing that scripture. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my Take a song to him. Sing a song to the Lord. Sing a song to the Lord. Sing a song to the Lord. Oria mande kosila mandere salada kuri mandele bos. Retekele mandaraba. I have a witness in my spirit. Four people just received miracle of expansion in their life. He said you expand right, left, and send you will just expand on every side. I see four people. Receiving the miracle of expansion. What you are doing is expanding already by the Spirit of God. That's what the Lord is saying. We give you praise. Sing a song. Sing a song to Him. Sing a song. This is not a time to be quiet. Sing a song to Him. You can dance by yourself where you are. You can dance. You can rejoice. Just praise You are preparing for what is about to happen. Something is happening. Oh Lord Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, we worship, we worship, we worship. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, the same power that brought down the wall of Jericho is available this morning. Everyone will come down. Every chain will be loose. Every prison will dissolve. Jesus will be glorified. Jesus will be glorified. Hallelujah. 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 
Something was taken away from somebody. You are sad this morning. The Lord, I am saying someone. They took away something from you. I don't know it looks like a property from what I'm sensing. Yes. It was taken away from you forcefully. But the Lord said I should tell you. It will be restored to you before the end of the year. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.